This is the Money Made Better podcast by Libro Credit Union, helping you with the financial need to knows with your host, Lindsay Barnett. Welcome back to the Money Made Better podcast. Thank you once again for being here, having so much fun with these. And I'm starting to sound a little bit like a broken record, but really excited about this episode. The holidays are just around the corner. This time of year is either you're panicking or you're full on Buddy the Elf feeling festive. Um, I will tell you right now, I've gone full on Buddy the Elf. I am ready for the holiday season. And I'm excited today because... We're going to be focusing on gift giving, but in a sustainable way. So I have Hannah Elias, who is a trip producer at Guessware Trips. Hannah, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. And I also have purpose integration specialists focusing on climate at Libro Credit Union, Bianca Rocha. Bianca, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited that the two of you are here today. Really excited about this chat there's a lot that goes into the holiday season and I know it can be a very stressful and financially taxing time and I'm hoping that we're not going to catch people too too late because we're only a couple of weeks out from Christmas but everybody has somebody in their lives that is maybe a little bit more challenging to buy for you don't quite know what to get them or there's that somebody who has it all my brother is this person he buys himself everything he doesn't need anything and so these are the people that I love gifting experiences too. So Hannah, let's start with you. Let's talk about guestware trips. What is it? When did it start? Give me the lowdown. All right. Um, So guestware trips designs one day surprise road trips. So what that entails is um, basically we curate itineraries that include four surprise stops and you're going to get to explore something in your local community or getting out into your local area and hopefully finding new places that you've never been before or maybe revisiting some places that you've known and loved for a long time and you haven't been back to in a while. Um, so basically you you start out in the morning, you pack up your car, we have a before you go envelope that tells you a little bit about the trip to come, when you should leave, the the days that you should go, that kind of thing. And then you open up your first stop envelope and you find out where you're going. Uh, And then from there, you just kind of open up envelopes along the way. And yeah, it's, it's a day full of adventure and spontaneity and, uh, it gets you out into the local community, which we really love. I love this so much, and I'm not a stranger to Guessware. <laughs> Office is in North London. You've been with Guessware since July, you had said before we started mm-hmm. to record, but when did Guessware actually launch? Because I, I haven't been here since the beginning, but I've been here for a while, a mm-hmm. couple of years. How did how did this idea come to fruition? Because it's amazing. Yeah, it's actually such a cute story, too. So um, the owner of Guessware Trips is Jessica Off. And um, she has a long history in the travel industry. She's worked around the world in tourism and obviously has a passion for travel and also, as yourself, loves giving experience gifts. So um, the story goes that one Christmas a few years ago, she was trying to get a gift for her parents. Um, They are notoriously hard to buy for. So she decided to create a weekend getaway that was totally a surprise for them. And so throughout the weekend, they had surprise stops. They didn't know where they were going. Um, She included fun facts about the areas that they were going to, and they had a blast. And she had so much fun doing it that it kind of, you know, blossomed into what Guess Where Trips is now. 
one of those super thoughtful, um, but one of a kind yes. experiences. I yes. love that. Yeah. Bianca, I want to rope you into the conversation yeah. a little bit and focus on sustainability. You and I had chatted a couple of weeks ago about gift giving in our friend groups mm-hmm. and how challenging that can be when, you know, like sometimes you get a gift from somebody or you have to just get somebody something but you don't know if they actually need it. You don't know if they actually want it. And you were able this year to convince your friends not to do tangible gifts, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about the mentality behind sustainable gift giving this holiday season. Yeah, no, totally. I think uh, just in general, being a conscious consumer is key, especially around the holiday season, which is so rife with overconsumption and stuff as you mentioned so just thinking that through and then also knowing that your voice kind of matters so with my friend group as an example we do a yearly secret santa and there's a budget it's something that we've always done and then this year i just really took a step back and it's like okay like am i using any of this stuff do i need it so really thinking that through um and i brought that concern up and it was basically widely held that no, like, you know, let's focus on experiences and doing things together. So this year we're actually doing cookie decorating with a Christmas theme. So I think that is just so much more valued, especially as you grow older, just thinking about experiences and memories you can make together rather than just focusing solely on stuff we can give each other. While it is great, also wanting to build those memories and and have that live on kind of thing. It's so true. The time together is so key, especially as we age um I'd rather have it's harder to get together with people you know Mm -hmm. something that I'm doing this year for my best friend's family she's got two kids their house is just jammed with stuff and so I've done a guess where trips and I put things into manila envelopes and I wrote on it in a sharpie yesterday actually let's hit the road Mm -hmm. um and then in the other envelope I put let's stay local and I got a gift card from a local business so they can go out and have some activities with their kids and I'm going to get a little basket together just with some treats so that they could eat on a road trip just the quality time in my opinion Mm -hmm. way more important Both of you have roles that really focus on sustainability, obviously in different realms. Bianca working for Libro, Hannah, you working for Guessware. I don't know who wants to go first, but how do you integrate climate and purpose into your roles? Maybe Hannah, we'll start with you when you're planning these trips out for people. Mm -hmm. What's the process like? Oh, that's a that's a great question, and I apologize in advance for a long-winded answer. But um, yeah, our there are many factors that go into how we design our trips. Um, thinking a lot about you know using different themes for for our trips, we want to make sure that the day kind of flows in in a good way. Um, we also want to make sure that we're going into a region and finding some of the local favorites or hidden gems. We really like to use all of our resources to find businesses that will end up on our trips. So anywhere from, you know, just zooming into Google Maps and clicking on all of the icons to researching, you know, through blogs and Instagram and following influencers of certain areas um, and even reaching out to like DMOs, um, which are destination management organizations who know the region really well um, and can 
offer us some advice on businesses to showcase. Um, and even if, you know, I find a business that I really like and we definitely want to have on our trip, I often give them a call and we tell them who we are and, and get to know them a bit better. And at the end of those phone calls, I love to ask them, like, what do you do? Where do you go on the weekend? Or what do you like to, where do you visit? You know, where do you go with your friends or your family? Um, so we want to make sure that we're really doing our best to get people outside of the major tourist areas and getting into the local communities, maybe some of the off beaten, off the beaten path kind of destinations and spreading that money into the local community to really support those small businesses. It's incredible. Bianca, same question. And like you have such a, and I mean this in the most respectful way, you have such a mouthful of a job title (laughs) and like the two of you are so much smarter than me in this realm. No, no. Like, like I'm not just saying this to fluff your feathers. I don't think I had heard the terms purpose and integration together in the same sentence ahead of coming to Libro. So Mm -hmm. same question for you. Yeah. So I also hadn't heard of purpose integration necessarily prior to coming to Libro. Uh, But essentially, my role is a purpose integration specialist for climate. And what that is, is that we are a purpose integration team that operates within the brand team. And our purpose, no pun intended, is to ensure that we're operating authentically as a purpose-driven organization, as many of you know. So this involves a wide range of things, from how we invest in our communities, to how we support our owners in being financially resilient, to our climate change response, which is what my focus is on. So Right now, we're really in the process of understanding what our impact is in terms of our day-to-day operations, as well as what we lend to. So really trying to understand that so we can build a response in terms of minimizing that impact while helping our owners be resilient in the face of a changing climate. I love that. See, when I said smarter than me, this is what I was talking about. That's incredible. Um, Can we talk a little bit to Bianca about sustainability with regards to gift giving just because again just call me buddy the elf but can we talk about making conscious purchases whether it's an experience or maybe uh, I know it's an expensive time of year maybe buying something of a higher quality stuff like that yeah no for sure I think something that I love to think about when it comes to gift giving is being a conscious gift giver so that's just essentially being internally aware about what you need as well as being aware of what people in your life need. So really thinking through what does someone want versus what they need, really also thinking through, okay, like, should I spend a little bit more on something that's of higher quality and will last longer or something that might be a fast fashion item that will disintegrate after a few washes. So really thinking that through in your personal life, as well as for your loved ones, when thinking about what gifts to get them. And then in terms of how to kind of operate within that mindset. So Libro, we look at things as people, planet, as well as profit, and trying to balance all those three things together. So trying to take that on a micro level and look at it in your personal life, be like, okay, does this gift benefit people, planet, and profit? Like, are we balancing all these three different things? And I think something like Guestware really does. Um, So if you think about people, for example, you're building those memories, social connections, going on a road trip, etc. And then economy, you're supporting local, like really boosting the local economy, keeping the dollars within said economy, and then planet. So encouraging carpooling, for example, reducing waste. Uh, From what I understand, guess where trips are recyclable. It's just thinking those through. And then ultimately, you're just building memories. And that's what I really love about gifts like that. 
Hannah, that brings me over to you. I, I have to know, and I've I've done a guest wearer's trip. Um, yeah, had a blast. Uh, but how do you guys determine what businesses? So the one that I did, our first stop was a Mennonite bakery. Okay. And it was it was fabulous. But how do you guys determine what businesses you are partnering with and in turn promoting on these trips? Sure. So it has a little bit to do with the flow of the trip. So obviously towards the start of the trips, we want to be focusing on like breakfast stops or coffee shops or markets that you could, you know, get some goodies for the road. Um, in the middle of the day, we might have some lunch options or some, you know, shops, um, maybe, you know, a couple hikes or like things to do that are a little bit more adventurous. And then at the end of the day, we're obviously focusing more on like dinner or like a place that you could spend the rest of your evening. Um, so the flow of the day really matters in terms of what businesses we're selecting in a certain area. But aside from that, um, we're really diving into, you know, what businesses kind of align with our values as well. Um, we love to support women-owned businesses, LGBTQ-friendly businesses, um, and obviously the reviews on Google, TripAdvisor, really matter. Um, and like I said, speaking with locals um, about their favorite places that they like to go. I love that. And the trip that I did was... Uh it was actually really apt for this time of year. We ended up in Alora, mm. went to St. Jacob's. It was really, really cute. Yeah. And I'm no stranger to those areas, mm -hmm. um, but it had been a while since I had been back. So it was really cool. But I have to know for anybody listening who maybe hasn't stumbled upon guestware sure. and say they check out your Instagram or they go to the website, what is your favorite trip that you guys offer? Is that an unfair question? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me this too. And I was like, how do I answer? So I think I'll tell you a few of our best sellers and then I'll tell you my, my new favorite. Okay. I love that. Um, so for the region, our best sellers are probably local markets and picturesque towns, um, which as you can imagine, you get to do lots of shopping and eating and really cute towns. Um, small town charm trail is also another great one that's close by to London. So a super easy day trip and also great in the winter time. Um, and then funky florals and fine wines goes out into the Niagara region. And you can imagine you're going to get to, you know, maybe see some flowers and also taste some wine. So if you're into that, it's a perfect trip. Um, but my favorite trip is actually our new haunted trip that we just released, um, for the fall season. It's called beautifully haunted. And maybe it's just because I got to test it out with the whole team from Guessware, but it was a super fun day. And I highly recommend anyone who's looking for another Guessware trips to try. If you haven't done that one, that's, it's a super fun trip. I mean, we're talking Christmas and holiday season, but yeah. who says spooky season has to wait until October? <laughs> well, and the best thing about that trip too is, you know, there's haunted stories, but the places you go are just so beautiful, so incredible. They're places I'd like they're so close and I've never been. So yeah, it's a great day to just explore, even if you're not into the haunted stuff. That's a lot of fun. For somebody, again, who is unfamiliar with the company, mm -hmm. how do people pick the trips? Because also new this year, and please correct me if I'm wrong, sure. um, there are road trips being offered in the States now. Yeah. Um, so it's not just uh, in Southern Ontario anymore. Mm -hmm. It's province wide it's now in the states mm -hmm. how do people start like from point a to point b and picking the right trip if this is something they're interested in either doing themselves or gifting yeah great question so you're right we did expand into the states this year we're in i think 13 states and six provinces um, and we're actually launching in california in february wow. so really excited about that um, but on our website we have everything listed by region so you can click on canada the usa and then it'll have the different provinces or states and then it even um 
divides it down into like major cities. So if you're leaving from the London area, you can go to the London page and it'll have suggestions that are usually less than four hours round trip driving from London. Um, but we also have something called our quiz, which is on our website. So if you're um, really not sure about what to do, or you kind of are interested in a lot of different things, you can go to the quiz, click on, it'll have questions about like where you're coming from, what you're interested in, are you looking for accessibility, um, like do you need wheelchair accessibility, do you need it to be dog friendly, that kind of thing, um, and then it'll suggest some options for you at the end. Making it as easy as possible. Listen, I hear four hours from yeah. London, and I think pre having a child. Yeah, that's doable in a day. I could do four hours there and back. Yeah. Uh, now having a tiny human to look after, I'm like, mm, not a thing. Mm -hmm. um, what about accommodation for when you are out and about on the road, if sure. somebody wants to kind of extend their adventure? Sure. So obviously our trips are designed to be one day trips, but they're they're totally customizable. You can really do them however you want. Um, a lot of people split them up over two days um, or they'll do it all in one day and then book an accommodation at the end. Um, although, of course, you don't know where you're going. So we do provide in our in your confirmation email, we usually have three to four hotel options for you that are near your end spot. So you might have a little bit of an idea of where you might end up, but it's not going to tell you anything specific. So sneaky mm -hmm. in the best way possible, covering all bases. Yeah. Bianca, we are running out of time a little bit, and I'm going to put you on the spot here for a second. Because, yeah, your your job is obviously very climate focused, but you as a person, you're very, very conscious of the environment and the impact. Do you have any more tips or tricks for somebody listening right now if they haven't started their holiday shopping and don't panic. I know it's going to get done. Any sage advice to pass along? Yeah, no, for sure. And can I just add like another thing that I did love about Guessware? I did a trip recently mm -hmm. as well. It was actually picking out the Libra owners that are businesses in the areas that oh, cool. I went to, which was super neat. Um, awesome. So I think that's really driving home the local focus and what we're about. The key ultimately is being mindful, thoughtful and intentional. And if you keep those words in mind with your gift giving, then you've already taken the right first step. I would say there's no judgment here. It's all a journey. So whatever starting point you have is a good one. And then in terms of some other ideas, in addition to experience gifts, you can focus on do-it-yourself gifts or like sharing your talents with others. Maybe it's crocheting. That's something I'm trying to learn and it's not going so well. So <laughs> maybe a crochet gift is further down the line. But shopping for package-free items, so zero waste, that kind of um, items in that vein. Supporting small businesses, um, shopping for certified items as well. So thinking about Libra being a B Corp certified business, uh, that is a very well-known label all around the world. And that's just essentially businesses who are using their, their balancing planet and profit and using their purpose for good. So that's really great. So if you see a B Corp certified business and you purchase an item there, that's already a great first step as well. And then giving gift cards or gift certificates that focus on experiences, or maybe you don't know what someone likes, but you know that they might enjoy a place. So uh, maybe getting a gift card that way. And then uh, I know in London, we have something called Pillar Nonprofit Network. They host a meaningful market, um, which I believe has ended now. But essentially, the purpose is to buy from social entrepreneurs and local businesses that have a purpose. So keeping in mind that that inherently local piece, I think, really promotes and prompts sustainability in general. So keeping that in mind and then when it comes to actually wrapping your gifts, I think that's another really wasteful 
activity. So brown paper packaging tied up with string, like that is that is something that is recyclable, whereas most wrapping paper isn't. You can use newspaper. I know there are some companies that do uh, reusable gift sacks now, so you can feel like you're Santa in your own life. And yeah, just thinking of things like that that are inherently wasteful generally, but maybe we can switch things. I've also seen people wrap things up with scarves, and then that can be reused as well. So just little tips to keep sustainability going on in your own life. For any parents listening, I just have to plug really quick. If you do the brown paper wrapping, just get your kid to color on it, it. Uh, especially for gifts for the family, Mm because quite often that then gets turned into art. It's like a a multi-purpose gift. There you go. No grandparent's going to throw out some grandchild's doodle, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just saying. And uh, it also keeps the kids busy. So you can get some other stuff (laughs) done ahead of the holidays. I'm always thinking. Hannah, Bianca, was there anything else that you wanted to mention before we wrap things up? I guess the the final words about guestware trips, I would say, is like we're truly like a meta local business because when you buy a trip from us, you're supporting a small business. We're women run um, and women operated. We're a small team of six full time employees. um, So, you know, you're really helping to support us when you buy a trip from us. But then ultimately, when you go out on that trip, you're also supporting all the local businesses that you go to. So, yeah, it's it's really an impactful gift um, or, you know, treat yourself and take yourself out on a special day. Spend some time with loved ones. And uh, we can't wait to hear about all of your experiences. And we always love hearing feedback, too, if you, you know, found a new place, a hidden gem while you were traveling. We always love to hear about that as well. Very cool. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would just say the impact that we have on others in promoting mindful and conscious gift giving is so important. So when we highlight what matters to us, like I did with my friend group and share our values with our loved ones, we help make mindful consumption more normalized. And that's how you actually create change. So that's my, my parting thought. I think starting small and being conscious is my main takeaway and something like experience gift giving is a great starting point. Little steps mm-hmm. add up to mm-hmm. big steps exactly. over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Hannah, Bianca, thank you both so much for your time and coming in for this conversation today. Wishing you both happy holidays. If you have been enjoying these and you haven't subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We do appreciate you listening, but you can hit subscribe. You'll get notified as soon as new episodes launch. You can also keep an eye on Libra Credit Union's socials and we always promote new episodes there as well. We will be back in 2024. I can't believe I'm saying that. It's wild. Our first year of podcasting here is winding down and we appreciate you listening, but we'll be back. And if you want to catch up on episodes that have already happened, head to Libro.ca under the Learn tab. You'll see the Money Made Better podcast there. Every episode that we've done is posted on our website. So thank you once again for being here. We'll talk in the new year. Until then, stay well. Stay well.